0: Hello and welcome to KMUK's Kind To Your Mind podcast. There's no two ways about it. This year has been hard.
1: We're all doing our best, whether that's struggling homeschooling and Zoom calls, filling our time on furlough or going into work every day to keep the country moving. When you're having a tough time, it's
2: pretty tempting just to retreat into yourself and feel like you're the only one struggling.
3: Spoiler alert, you're not. And that's what this podcast is all about opening up and sharing about a variety of topics to make us all feel a little less alone. There's power in talking so let's chat. We'll cover everything from how to support a colleague or friend, personal
4: stories of living with mental health problems and a variety of general wellbeing topics like domestic abuse and neurodiversity.
0: So let's get started.
4: Hi, I'm Claire, part of the HR team at KNUK. On today's podcast, we'll introduce some of our well-being team. We're then going to share a bit about what's been happening so far and what you can expect from this podcast and the wider well-being agenda. So, morning, everyone. Hi. Morning. morning. Good morning. So, since this is our first podcast, let's take a little bit of time to meet some of the team. So, Joe, tell us a bit more about yourself and what got you interested in being part of the well-being and mental health team?
0: Uh, thanks, Claire. Um, my name's Joe Bunker, I, and I've got involved... number of reasons because I feel very strongly about well-being but in particular about the opportunity that we have nationally within KN and within our own teams to inject some positivity in the way that we engage with one another. I think it's been never been a more important time to acknowledge the fact that the general mood of the entire nation in fact has dropped and what we can do to inject some positivity in um, everybody's lives, the way that we engage with one another, the positive language that we can use, mechanisms, tools, techniques, to be as kind and collaborative with each other as we possibly can do, support each other's mental well-being, but to try and help everybody live their best life in general, in terms of that merge between work and home, and how to make that the most positive experience under these difficult circumstances that we can. And I think that's something I feel really strongly about, but I also think there's an awful lot of opportunities for us to be able to positively address it. So that's one of the main reasons I've got involved.
4: Thanks, Joe, thank you. So Sadashin. Let's introduce you. And also, can I ask you, what steps have you taken to look after your own wellbeing?
3: Hi, Claire, I'm and Chalkha. For me, wellbeing is somewhere where I think I can really support um, and contribute in terms of helping colleagues going through difficult times. And for me, I, that's something that I'm definitely passionate about. I think, especially us going through another lockdown, I think we do need to sort of care for each other and I think being part of this initiative will really help me support everyone so in terms of what I've done to look after my own well-being I think for me personally I've maintained my routine so you know I'm one of these people that have carried on you know getting up the same time I would have if I was traveling to work um, but maybe using that traveling time um, in a different way so whether it's catching up the news just watching a bit of tv before Uh, while I'm having my breakfast and really just gearing myself up to start work also I think I've really been also maintaining a bit of exercise so even in the winter I try to at least get a half an hour walk in during the day and I put it as part of uh, my routine so I make sure I take time out of my day to fit in something where I'm just going out and getting a bit of daylight and that's been been really good for me. I think just engaging with whether it's, you know, on the weekends, we make sure I have catch ups with my family and my sisters, but also actually at work as well. So as a team, we consciously try to every Friday just have a catch up, just catch up and just talk about things that we're watching on TV and just general gossip and stuff that we would normally do in the office. So really maintaining that. Um, and for me, I think this initiative definitely will help us give and and find more ways that we can give more hints and tips around uh, our own well-being and what we could do to really maintain that.
4: Thank you, Sajasana. Some really good tips in there. Things like routine, um, going out and getting exercise, although it's not quite so easy when it's so cold outside, is it? (laughs) So, Alison, over to you. Hi. I wanted to ask you, what does happiness mean to you and what makes you happy? Yeah,
5: I've, I've thought a lot about this, actually, in terms of... Because I used to think that happiness was something that came from, like, the big stuff, you know, the things like um, achievements, you know, got to kind of... If I if I do these things, I'm going to get a better, happier life because, you know, bigger house, more wealth, all of that good stuff. But actually, I don't think it does make you happy. I think, I think for me... Happiness comes from the small stuff actually. It's the things that, you know, just being really grateful in the moment for small things. That's actually really helped me through through lockdown. And even before that, it's like sort of, you know, if you have that negative Kind of thoughts in your head. It's how do you counteract that with a kind of positive one? So I work quite hard on that with myself, I think. And I guess the happiness for me is a is a, again, it's the small things. It's like walking my dog, focusing on family, friends, which has been quite tough um, through lockdown because you know we haven't seen much of them. But mm. you know that's that's been. But equally, we've had the, the Zoom, which has has helped us connect with people, which is really important. I guess being creative is a big thing for me as well that makes me really happy so if I'm creating something or I've got some sort of creative project on the go I'm happy bunny leave me in peace I'm all right you know um so that's kind of helped my mental health and continues to do so thanks Alison I think um if there's anything positive that's come out of this COVID this
4: this time has actually forced people to perhaps stop and reflect on what makes them happy and I think lots of people have kind of turned to more creative pursuits that perhaps they hadn't done in the past and are really really getting something from that. So yeah, I completely
2: agree. I think people have had to look for alternative ways to be happy as well, which is has brought out some really interesting new things for people. Absolutely. So Alex, what moments of joy have you
4: had recently?
1: Well funny enough with everyone saying about um the little things and being more creative, I've really found joy in cooking, which sounds stupid but before especially before lockdown I really really enjoy eating out and trying new restaurants and this that and the other but more recently I've, I've taken to taking the time to make more elaborate meals at home trying out new recipes seeing what I can actually make and whether I can make it any better than my favourite cafes and restaurants in town so I've, I've really enjoyed um, experimenting and learning new skills but it's no secret I love food and uh, it gives me a little moment of joy at the end of each working day knowing that um, I've got some nice food to eat at the end of the day <laughs> so what was your best dish oh well I've learned this definitely one? uh I, I can make really good American pancakes now which definitely rival the my favorite cafe in town and also I will no longer be buying an Indian takeaway because I have to admit my my lamb curries up there with the best and homemade patties are I'm an expert <laughs> I, I can't wait till the
4: office opens up again, and you can you can bring it in for us all to try. That's what I
2: was going to say. Sounds amazing. <laughs>
4: yeah, you're all welcome, around my <laughs> Curry. <recovery. laughs> Thanks, Alex, and Joanna. Finally, over to you. So, probably on more of a practical note. So, do you use any wellbeing tools that you think others would find useful?
2: Yep. So hi, everyone. My name is Joanna Freeman. I'm going to talk about three quick tools that I've been using recently. So the first one actually kind of links to the questions that we've all just been talking about, which is a gratitude journal app. Obviously, well, you don't have to use an app, you could just write it down on a piece of paper. But because I'm a millennial, I love apps. So mm-hmm. I went for that one. And basically, it just prompts you every morning or every afternoon to write down three things that you've been grateful for that day. And I think it really gets you thinking, as I was saying earlier about the little things. So it doesn't need to be oh, I got a new job today or, or something big and huge. It can just be, actually, today I was really grateful for the fact that one of my colleagues called me for a chat or today I was really grateful for sitting down with the cat on my lap in the evening, um, which is my source of joy at the moment, for sure. The second one is the 87% app. So that was something that we started at KN, it would have been last March now. So it feels like a lifetime ago, but basically that allows you to kind of track your own wellbeing and, mm-hmm. And that's something that I found really useful because sometimes I think it's really easy to kind of negate your own feelings and to be unsure, am I actually feeling bad? What do I need to sort of fix if you like, or or try and improve? And for me, that kind of showed me actually where I was struggling, which leads me onto my final tool, which is certainly a more practical one, which is CBT, which is Cognitive behavioral therapy if I can say that properly I suffer with anxiety and I've actually started having CBT through Aviva who are our healthcare providers can get it through the employee assistance program as well so that's completely free you don't have to wait for ages for the NHS although obviously that is an option for people as well and personally I found that to be a really really useful tool just for challenging the way I think and encouraging me to kind of look for those moments of gratitude as well which has really had a great impact on my overall well-being recently I'm
1: just just a bit curious jana in terms of um when you mentioned the the gratitude app is there one in particular that you found useful because i'm just literally not on my app store now looking at one it's literally just called gratitude ah okay so
0: can, but they all do the same thing to be honest and talking of apps uh, and you talked about exercising and i've seen that actually there are an awful lot of apps that recognize that people are in lockdown with limited amount of exercise capability and how people can for instance join together as Teams in their little walks to be able to do a bigger walk on, you know, virtually. Um, are there any particular apps that you've been using for exercise classes or are you a big fan of Joe Wicks?
3: <laughs> no, I, well, I'm part of a gym. I'm part of David Lloyd. Um, and actually every single lockdown, they've been excellent. So they've put on loads of online classes, live, and ones that you can stream at any time. So I've been quite lucky because I've got gym membership, but I can just use theirs. Um, so those have been really good because they're really high quality um, and they'll do for every level that you, you want to do. But I'm going to be honest, I haven't done a lot. <laughs> yeah, But I've j- I just like, I just want to get out because I'm indoors all day. Just me going for a walk is so refreshing. And um, in the summer, I'd just go I'd finish work, um, log off and then I'd go for a walk because it's dark now. I've, I've had to make an adjustment on in terms of that. So I now either go in the morning or I'll go at lunchtime. so i get some daylight because i think going out after you know five o'clock in the dark and normally when it starts raining is not really appealing (laughs)
2: if you um (laughs) if you're interested in kind of like um tracking your running against other people we do have a kuna strava group which is quite depressing when you see the like super duper runners like sean warburton who does about 50 marathons a day but it is really interesting and you can kind of track your own runs and like people's runs and some km people have started following me which again is quite embarrassing because i'm like please don't judge me for my my terrible cycling but it's quite good fun and it it brings that bit of competitive element which i think really helps you get going
4: yeah it helps you get motivated doesn't it so thank you guys for that so now i'd like to talk a little bit more about what people can expect from our podcast going forward what kind of things are we looking to cover
1: Think we're looking to cover really a wide range of topics and with colleagues from all corners of the business so that they have that opportunity to share their views, any tips or techniques that they have, or um, share with with everyone else of what's worked for them in the past or how they've reached out to others. Also, invite experts to join us so that they can give us their insights and their experience and knowledge around their specialist field. I think also what we want to do is just really start a conversation.
2: So, we've said that a lot with all of our well being things that we've been producing, but It really is the most important thing that a couple of years ago, maybe even recently, it wouldn't have seemed appropriate to talk about mental health, health, to talk about financials at work. But it should be. And by opening this conversation and getting people who really are kind of coming to the podcast and bearing their souls a little bit and being really honest, they make people understand that it's okay to talk about these things. And that makes sure that people can
3: get the support that they need at the right time instead of struggling alone. Yeah, definitely. And I think really the support, I think what we want to really achieve with all of this is having a range of stuff for everybody. So there's something for everyone, whether it's not just a focus on mental health, but physical and financial support as well. And, you know, what sort of things we can do for homeschooling. And as you said, it's just that getting that conversation and just making sure that this does cover a range of things so it's there for everybody in, in all their different stages in life really.
1: And I'm and I'm sure we'll find that as as we produce these podcasts and, and share them with our colleagues that we'd like you to all to get involved and share your ideas with us of what you'd like to see more of or whether there's a topic that you'd really like to like some some insight onto or topics that we could cover going through because this is this is for our colleagues at the end of the day. And I think it's important that they have that input as to what they'd like to hear and, and
4: know more about. And, so, and also, if anybody has a subject they'd like to record on a podcast, then please do
0: contact the Wellbeing team because we'd be happy to hear from you. Yeah, and the more, the more we have these open, transparent, meaningful conversations and with other colleagues around the business, be that leaders or any other role in the organisation, I think that's inspiring. Because we don't have all the answers. And within this framework, there's a lot of tools, te- techniques and ideas. But actually, I think a lot of the inspiration comes from contacts and seeing what other people are doing and it's working well for them. It inspires.
2: Agreed. I think that's what makes this podcast different. There are plenty of well-being podcasts that you can go and listen to, but they aren't your colleagues. This is all mm-hmm. about listening to people who actually work at Kuna Naga or talking and being open so it's completely different to just going on and listening to your standard well-being podcast yeah much
0: more relatable Joanna isn't
4: it hopefully <laughs> very true okay so that's the end of our first well-being podcast so thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe for more podcasts coming out soon if you have a topic you'd like to share or to give us feedback you can contact the well-being team on uk.wellbeing at kuna-nargle.com thank you